What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. How do light workers, star seeds, indigos access God so easily? Now, I'm going to talk about some stuff today that, if you open your mind, is going to definitely take you to another level within your understanding of who God is, who you are, and how you can access him in a moment, anytime you need it. And by the way, where you don't even have to access him, it, they, the God, source, universe, intelligence, whatever you want to call him, it's just happening all the time. I'm going to teach you how the ancient yogis and the Eastern mystic traditions did this and how Christ himself did this. This is going to be a message that is not for the faint of heart today. Um, it is one that is spurned out of a lot of comments I got yesterday after posting some videos uh, with Krishna in the background and my extreme disappointment in all of you for the comments that you left. Um, I respect your opinion. You have an opinion, and that's okay, but I had people directly, directly um, throw a lot of hate my way, and people that should know better, uh, people that literally said, you know, F you type thing, um, you should just love Jesus, F you, literally, and, and I'm here to tell you guys that enough is enough, it's not okay. It's not okay that you think that way. I'm a light worker, and I'm here to raise the consciousness. I'm here to help humanity. And uh, when that type of thing happens, I should have a reaction to it. I shouldn't just go, la, 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 all is good. Let them live in their own bubble. I'm actually here to do the work. And if you're an indigo, a light worker, a starseed, a healer, um, that's your job too. And so, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Leathercraft Nation says, uh, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, what's up, Missy? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, thank you, Leathercraft Nation. Yeah, um, I literally, I had to delete the comments. I never delete comments, guys. But there were several people, several people on uh, one platform that just were railing me all night for, um, for posting a video with Krishna in the background, a beautiful video that I thought. And then I posted one of Laughing Jesus. Uh, you guys know why I post videos, right? To get people to think, to get you to think, to get me to think, okay? I don't do it to be controversial. I do it to get you to think, to get you to have a conversation. Because if you can't have a conversation about it, how can you step into a higher con uh, consciousness about it? Um. And that's what I want to know. Like, why, why can't we have the conversation? Uh, Jeffrey says, Cub, I'm with you. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, Who is this behind me? Science Over God says, uh, this is just the awakened man. Uh, this is you. This is me. This is all of us. Um, this is an ancient yogi, an ancient awakened man. And I'm going to literally talk today about what Jesus taught. Now, this is not going to be your religious message. This is not a Christian message. This is not a religious or a Christian channel. Uh, unfortunately, I I wanted to kind of brand that way in the beginning. But 
uh, like 99.9% of those types of channels are in complete disagreement with my channel. So unfortunately I can't even, uh, you know, I can't even be like a Christian mystic because unfortunately that just doesn't, there's too much hate coming my way from that community for me to try to align myself with it. Now you guys know that I'm open to all different walks of life faiths. We have psychics in here. We have healers. We have witches, wizards. We have starseeds, indigos, light workers. We have Christians. We have Jews. We have agnostics. We have Muslims, atheists, Zoroastrians. And I'm not kidding. What I'm not making this up. I literally, we have one of the coolest, deepest, most diverse, inclusive communities on the internet. And I'm not kidding. And I absolutely makes me sick when people come in the comments and do this type of thing because it just tears the community down. Um, and I have to have a reaction to it. Again, I, most of the time I just kind of, you know, schluff it off and move on. But it was just so heavy last night and it was just a, it was a good temperature read. It was like taking the collective temperature of how programmed people are in one dogmatic direction, whatever that is. And by the way, these were not all from the same dogmatic direction. Some of them said, this is the truth. Some of them said, this is the truth. Some of them said this, you know, and it was a lot of different people, multiple, just boom, 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 boom. And, uh, some of them from fundamental fundamentalists, some from the spiritual community, some from, uh, I don't even know what they were, you know, uh, and so I just, I got to talk about this this morning. You know, how do we access God all the time? How do I do it? How do you do it? Um, and I'm not here saying that, um, you know, I'm some perfect magic person, uh, that I've achieved this perfect unity and oneness. Like that is the farthest thing from the truth. But I am here to tell you that light workers, mystics, indigos, and everything else I just mentioned earlier Anyone within the healing energies, uh, higher consciousness realms, like you understand what I'm talking about. God is not something you turn on or off. It is a state of being. God is within all things and through all things. He is the energetic expression of unity in all. Uh, the Hindu tradition calls it Brahman. Um, the consciousness of that is Atman. Uh, then the divine expression or the computation that runs through everything, which in the Greek is the logos within the biblical canon, um, within that is called the Dharma. And so what's up, Merle? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, so this is really important that we understand these concepts are like they're everywhere and they're interchangeable. And, and, and I really am here to tell you guys today in love and light, and I don't care what walk of life you are. You're welcome here, but don't be a jerk, okay? Like, let, let me just say that. Don't be a hole, okay? Like, Jesus loves you, but don't be a... I got to censor myself, or I'll, I want to stay monetized so I can keep doing this. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just sickening. And then the people that are reaching out saying that light workers, indigos, healers can't charge for their work. That's another sickness, illness, dis-ease that's just moving through the minds of people right now. Uh, I've literally given everything up to do this, guys. And as I rebuild my entire life, it's important that I get paid to do this. Because your pastors that get up there and tell you what they've been programmed to tell you, they get paid. And they get paid a heck of a lot better than I do. 
So I have zero shame, zero doubt, zero worry about what I do and having a paid community and launching a uh, light work course this this year, what, not next year, this year, um, and having a book for sale and t-shirts for sale. It's money for the mission. You guys like me showing up here. You believe that I'm bringing truth. You believe I'm unifying people. And then I get some of the same people that come in and say, oh, but you shouldn't charge for it. You know, I had somebody reach out to me and say, you know, that uh, I'm a prophet, but don't charge for my work, you know, by the way. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's cool because I really want to live in the ditch. Um, and I'm and I'm not being double-minded about that. That's not worldly. And But again, we're called to be in the world and not of the world. And I am not of the world. Anyone that knows me knows I don't live on this planet. My mind, my consciousness is somewhere else. Um, a brother's got to eat. Absolutely, Glenn. Absolutely, my friend. So with that, like, I have a responsibility to take care of my family. I have a responsibility to hire help to do this mission. I can't hire help by going, hey, you want to be a part of something cool? Like, you know, come and live next to my house in a shack, you know, and, and we'll do the good work, you know. No, it's not like that. I mean, even Jesus, the ministry of Jesus Christ himself had a group of people that they went around and traveled. Think of it as like, I mean, it was literally like a traveling circus almost. They went around, they shared the good news, they healed people, uh, they did the miracles, they cast out demons, um, they were all raising consciousness, spreading the message, uh, they made things, they all were tradespeople. Uh, what's my trade? My trade is I get here, I talk, I, I make the shirts, I have the community, like, I mean, it's, everything that I do is like in the most godly way possible with what I'm doing here with my mission. Um, and I'm not here to defend myself by the way. Uh, but I just have to mention it because I don't know what, and it's probably mercury in retrograde right now. We've got a full moon tonight. Yeah. This is like mercury in retrograde full moon tonight coming to the end of cycles guys. Um, if you haven't been dealing with some like, I got to get over this now, today, in this hour. Um, you probably will by the end of the day. This is like your, this is your time. So Jonathan says, are you saying you're a prophet? Yeah, I'm a prophet. Okay. Yeah, I'm a light worker. Yeah, I'm a mystic. And I'm okay with saying that. Uh, am I a prophet th that I'm here to like read the lotto numbers? No, get over yourself. Uh, I'm here to tell you that I do have a deep discerning of I can read the text, I can get downloads from source, and I can communicate them to you in the best way possible. That's the actual definition of a prophet. You've twisted it. If you if you think that that's some sort of calling out the lotto numbers thing, then that's a problem. So when I say, yes, I have prophetic gifts, that doesn't mean I'm a thus says the Lord about this your life, and I'm going to give you some sort of personal reading on that that's not what i do okay like there are some people that have the gift to just look at you and go you know i'm getting this about you and i probably have that more than i'll admit i haven't really come into like terms with that gift but i know when someone shouldn't be in my life i know when someone's not my vibration i know when i can't trust someone i know uh things about myself and others that i shouldn't by all logical purposes um, and that's just coming into agreement with my gift. By the way, you have one. And if you, uh, question someone else's, then you probably aren't in agreement with yours. Uh, and I did a whole, whole video on this within our mythos community and talked about spiritual gifts and laid them out, uh, with like what the 
the actual Greek words are for those gifts. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, and that's also why once I understood what the, the legit spiritual gifts were um, within the community of Christ himself, uh, and I'm not talking about within the Christian churchianity, religiosity community. I'm talking about the actual Essene tribe that Jesus walked around with, going town to town, spreading the good news and love. Um, that, uh, yeah, nothing says new age deception, SMH. Um, and that's fine. If you want to see it as a new age deception, I'm just telling you, you won't get to interact with it. You won't benefit from it. You will go through another cycle of fear, loathing, anger, resentment, uh, feeling lost, having to deconstruct. Uh, there's so much shaking going on right now. Even, even today with the, um, Mercury and retrograde and the moon and everything like it's the only thing I can do right now is flow. And I've gotten mixed messages from all different angles, all different sides. Um, having people argue with me on in comments and stuff. And, it, and it's just a sign of, you know, the energies going on right now. And we're meant to, we're energetic beings. We're meant to tap into and flow with those energies. And the only reason that in the old Testament that those things were not okay and that God was angry at those is because that is not the God that Jesus was talking about. He brought a new God against all of that, against every construct, every ET God, every uh, fabricated God. That includes the God of the Old Testament. That includes any God that you and I think of outside of ourself. Um, he literally brought this this new God and that new God, by the way, is something that he most likely learned about in India, um, which is called Brahman. And it is the, the highest source, the highest field of unity and oneness and origin of all things. And it's in and through all things. And that's, uh, you start studying the yogic traditions and the ancient, science and philosophy of Eastern mysticism. And by the way, boom, you know exactly what Jesus was talking about. And you know exactly why they hung him up on the tree. Uh, because he brought a divine spark back into a society that had taken every good thing about faith and tried to monetize it, tried to stick it in a box and make sure that only the elites had it. By the way, what do you think we're doing today? By the way, you don't think we've had the beast system for thousands of years? You're in it. You're so in it that you can't see it because you're blind to it. And I'm saying you today because I'm talking to all the people out there that have been commenting, all the haters, all the people that are lost and confused and scared. Um, I love you, and I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm here to reveal everything I can until the last person is rescued from this. Okay, to me, that's what real salvation is, is rescuing you. It's not that I was going to hell and now I'm going to go to heaven. It's that I'm stuck in a matrix that wants to literally use me up and throw me out. And the only way that we can get over that is together. And this is a call to all my light workers, all my star seeds. If you're watching this now, you're probably one because you're like, you're like, okay, what is this dude? What's he spitting right now? This is this is wild. You know, you have a higher, a higher calling, and you know that there's something in you that itches, that just wants to get out. And what that is, guys, it's called bhakti yoga. 
And that's exactly what Jesus taught. He taught all of the four core main yogas, by the way. He taught renew your mind. He taught serve others. He taught use your energies to actually go heal people. Okay? Uh, that's not a popular thing to say. Okay? But, and I'm not talking about the church thing where everybody's, oh, and there's everybody in the congregation has hands on. I'm like, no, you have God in you. And when you come into agreement with that, you can do things through that. And I'm telling you right now, there are light workers in here. There are energy workers in here. There are prophets in here. There are psychics in here. Psychic and prophet are pretty much, you know, very, very close and hand in hand with those types of gifts. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's do the light work for love and truth. Absolutely. Quad father. Absolutely. Uh, many people awake at 33. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm 30. I'll be 36 six this year 37 somewhere in there um i don't even remember but um but yeah i know 33 was a big big horrible horrible time in my life like it was just really shaking me and i was dealing with a lot of uh self-inflicted uh patterns of um dis-ease in my life um and so thank god that i am finally deconstructing from those um, and, and it wasn't really 33, you know, I had, uh, I had a big problem with, uh, you know, really it was just alcohol for me that I would, cause I worked so hard all day and then I'd come home and I'd be in pain and that was what could get rid of it. And, and, you know, I favored that over even my marriage in, in the early days of my marriage by 33, I had completely quit drinking. I was a different person. Uh, and I would say that it was like my awakening because it was basically you know, I had stopped all the things that were trying to kill me. Um, but it really did start to move into, and you know, here I am and it's like, wow, what happened to me? Like, I, I just look back and it's like a different person. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca says sigs for me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I struggled with those too. Um, I, uh, Jonathan says, do you have kids? No, I don't have any kids, Jonathan. Uh, just dogs. Uh, my wife and I are our dog people, um, and we like to travel and stuff. So we don't really have, uh, plans of having kids. Y'all are my kids. Um, I mean, really. And, and I mean that like my wife's a school teacher. I do this full time. We're both bearing children, whatever you want to call it in the world like this. And, um, and we're both really happy with that. Um, you know, for now, I mean, it, we, there may be a season of our life when we get to adopt or something that would be really really rad i think so um but barefoot with bunnies what's up truth that travels welcome talk about light workers there you go truth that travels barefoot with bunnies uh leathercraft nation man absolutely he's doing god's work over there too um true craftsman working with his hands loving other people and just trying to raise awareness of that hey you can actually do something and change your life like um that's what we all want, right? Like, I mean, as I spill coffee all over me, uh, preach it. This is a message for me today. Uh, Mick says, well, thanks my friend. So I just really want to get back into like bhakti yoga. Uh, this is just, I'm just spinning on this today. Cause I was just so worked up about like last night, all the comments and, and it's like one of the things I'm learning. Cause God is teaching me through this. Like I've got like, they literally threw stones at Jesus. So I got to get over it. Right. Like, um, 
there, it's just going to happen. And I get that. And it's like right before I have a big breakthrough and a huge, huge growth spurt online. Um, last time this happened, we grew by, uh, 50,000 followers within, uh, like 15, 20 days. Uh, so I know, I know it's always, look at these cycles of energy. I know we're like right there. Something's about to blow this freaking thing, the roof off of this. Um, and this is going to expand. I'm going to get to do incredible things this year, uh, to partner with people, collaborate, be guests on other shows, have incredible guests on my show, get to travel, go to conferences. This year is primed. It's ready. It's going to be an incredible year. And I'm so excited to claim it to to just adopt that energy into this community take you guys along for the ride and one of the things i just want to talk about here is that if there is anyone on the fence right now if you hear my message and you go oh that's total bs uh by the way bs stands for belief system and so you're right if you think it is then it is it's a belief system that you have because you don't want to believe it you don't want to agree with it because it threatens something outside of you uh that you're trying to protect um, and most of the time that's because you have a wall up and I say you because I'm there. I'm that guy. Okay. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you guys for all the gifts, by the way, the stars help over on Facebook, the, the gifts help on TikTok, uh, the super chats and stuff help on YouTube, wherever you're watching this. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, you can donate directly through like the, the podcast platforms. I had somebody ask me the other day how they could just donate. They didn't want to join anything. And, and I'm like, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like the gifts and everything through this stuff. You know, you guys want to give me a million stars or something. Have at it. Be my guest. Thank you. God bless you. I love you. Um, that That is an amazing thing. I, I know there's some people out there that have been watching me that, that probably do want to make a larger contribution to what we're doing. Uh, this is not a nonprofit. I don't play that game. Everything, this is all set up through my business. Um, this is a spiritual practice business. So, uh, everything is on the up and up and goes through all the right forms with my accountant and everything. There's nothing weird like that. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, this is not, I, I really don't like the nonprofit model. And I just, uh, we looked at that and I don't like it. I don't like the control that it has. I'd rather just pay my dues and, move forward with life. So, uh, we are creating a network of off grid communities across the planet. Uh, infinite you do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, that's one of my big goals is to, um, to have a, an area for this where we can have conferences and stuff. I want to build a center for this, like a higher consciousness center. And I know it's been done before, but it's not been done in the unique way that the vision that I have for this, where it's arts and cultures together, uh, multiple events a year, um, areas for uh, people to live with the land, kind of co co living with the land in a community. I've got a beautiful vision for this, and I don't know how many years down the road it is. It could be this year, for all I know. I mean, the, uh, this stuff can take off so fast, and and it already has. Six months ago, I was like, I'm going to be a full-time creator and I'm going to live off my savings until it goes to zero. Well, uh, that savings has gone pretty darn near zero and is slowly starting to replenish with what we're doing here. And it's like, 
the wildest thing that just six months ago, I didn't have a clue what I was going to do at the beginning of 2022. I was working at a church and then got uh, let go from that because of a lot of leadership changes. I didn't have a clue what I was going to do. It didn't have a big notice with that. It just happened and totally blindsided me. And it was like God just pushing me even further into this. And this is something I agreed to in 2020, by the way. I told the father, I said, I'm ready to step into my life's work and I'll give up anything for that. By the way, be careful what you agree to with your higher self, with source, with God, because uh, it'll happen. I'm just, I'm living proof of that. So, um, dude, that's awesome. Infinite you, we're buying 630 acres near Enchanted Rock. Oh, that's awesome. We're dreaming the same dream. Absolutely. Um, that is awesome. Hey, reach out to me, Infinite You. Let's talk about doing a collab for sure. Um, I'm, I'm kind of spinning on this right now, but I love doing collabs. I just did one with Bob Peck yesterday. It's fantastic. It's going to be everywhere today. Um, go check that out. Uh, we talked a lot about his book, Original Sin is a Lie. But I really think I'm on to something, guys. And what I wanted to talk about today is just the universal Christ, the universal Jesus, okay? And who I personally believe Jesus was. This is my my current understanding, understanding on the life of Jesus, okay? Um, I believe he came to reveal that we are all the Christ, okay? We are all the Christ because we are one network of an entity okay all of our consciousnesses combined well it's really one consciousness anyway but all our souls combined is one spirit one spirit of christ and i believe that jesus was the vessel for that to come and reveal that to everyone they were looking for a physical kingdom and a leader to overthrow everything and he came with an esoteric deep deep message he traveled with a magic tribe of the Essenes Mary Magdalene was the feminine counterpart of God or Brahman um and together they made a powerful powerful team and we very rarely hear about her but we do have some beautiful texts including the gospel of Mary which is incredible very very fragmented but there's some wild stuff in there all of this stuff has been validated and verified by the way but it'll never make it into your canonized bible because that canonized bible is owned by an institution and this is not conspiracy it's just it just is it's just owned by people that want to control the narrative want to keep consciousness down and control high and they've got their uh you know uh agents if you will uh, like little matrix agents all through the chats and comments all the time, uh, reminding people that, you know, this is, this is heretical and this is against God and this is new age and this is blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you guys, when you see God in everything, when you see God in everything, you can't unsee him. Um, and I'm not talking about like, and I know that gets weird because you think about, well, the physical matrix, well, none of this is real. But you see God because it's the energy within it that's even causing it to vibrate at the vibration. And you raise the vibration and it turns back into energy. Like, this is all basic stuff that we're starting to understand with our sciences. And somehow these ancient mystic spiritual sciences got it right uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Uh, yeah, that's why they hung him on a cross, Rebecca. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what 
I literally believe that he came to raise the consciousness, tell us who we were, tell us who we are, that we are the Christ. He said the son of man, the son of man, which that translated means humanity. Even his name was not like Jesus. It was uh, Jesus. He is us. Like, think about that. Like, it's all there. It's all this deep esoteric message. And why did, if he's the son of this Yahweh character in the Old Testament, why did the people who were serving Yahweh hang him up anyway? Um, that doesn't make sense. Like, logically, we have to think about this. He brought a new God. You start studying Bhakti Yoga. Just go watch a 30-minute video on Bhakti Yoga. There's a great one on YouTube I just watched. Type in Bhakti Yoga, and it'll show you uh, Hunaman, um, the monkey god with, uh, Krishna on the, the, the picture there. I'll try to post it somewhere. If anybody wants it, I'll share it with you. Um, but you just listen to that video and you go, okay, bhakti yoga is literally what Jesus came to teach us. And they thought he was crazy. They thought he was bringing an uprising. And he was really just telling you that when you are in love with God, you see God in everyone and you are in love with everyone and you serve everyone and you renew your mind and you protect it because you realize that your consciousness is connected to all things. You do the spiritual practices like you go out into the wilderness and meditate and pray and fast and you do the things that are all a part of these yogic traditions, these ancient mystic Eastern traditions and uh, somehow I'm a heretic for saying that the Gnostics got it a heck of a lot closer to right, in my opinion, because you look at what they taught and what they believed, and they really got this mystic side of the whole Christ follower thing and realizing that we are the Christ, like be the savior that you need type thing. And again, that's heretical because no, 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 Jesus is the way. Well, th even that line that he says, I am the way, the truth and the life is like you you can trace that back to the Vedic text. Like that idea, like no one comes to the Father except through me. If you've seen the Son, you've seen the Father. Like that's stuff that yogis say. Like, by the way, I can say that and you can say that too. By the way, if you've seen my dog, you've seen the Father. Like literally, that's what it says. Um, and so in the Bhagavad Gita, um, I'm on page 42. Uh, this one doesn't have verses marked in it for some weird reason. Uh, but it says, An enlightened person, by perceiving the Lord in all, looks at a learned and humble priest, an outcast, even a cow, an elephant, or a dog, with an equal eye. Everything has been accomplished in this very life by the one whose mind is set in equality. Such a person has realized the eternal being, Brahm, because the eternal being is flawless and impartial. One who neither rejoices on obtaining what is pleasant, nor gives on obtaining the unpleasant, nor grieves on obtaining the unpleasant. Who has a steady mind, who is undiluted, who is the knower of the eternal being, Brahman. Such a person eternally abides with Brahman. Such a person who is in union with the eternal being, Brahman becomes unattached to external sensual pleasures by discovering the joy of the self through contemplation and enjoys transcendental bliss. Does that sound familiar, guys? 
ask yourself why our modern Bible has only 1% of it dedicated to the red letters and the words of Jesus Christ, Jesus, whatever you want to call him. Why is it 1% in every part of BS belief systems that we have? I love that. I, I, I heard that from another creator. I wish I could remember who it was, but I can't find her video now. So if you know who it is, I want to credit her for that. Because everything else in our modern canonized Bible is all other people's opinion. It's all traditions. It's all other people's thoughts and downloads and their constructs and a lot of human fingerprints trying to control a narrative. Um, great question, Sergeant Rock. Um, he says, is it uh, Yeshua or Jesus? Um, I think it's Jesus because again, the esoteric meaning, uh, Yeshua automatically ties him to Yahweh. Um, and he actively spoke out against Yahweh. That's clear. I've done a thousand videos on that at this point. You can go watch Joshua's videos too. If you don't believe that, that's fine, but you're going to have a really hard time coming to, to where we're at here now if you don't kind of deconstruct from some of that and go, wait a minute, Jesus was like totally stand apart. He's like a whole new, he's a new philosophy. It's actually an old philosophy, an old understanding, an old knowing of God or Brahman and, and all of these yogic traditions, but he brought it into an area that had nothing but like you had all these different traditions growing up and they had people that you had to go and you had to pay this and get the sacrifice, go do the sacrifice. Well, you couldn't do that. And you got to rest on this day and do all this and the letter of the law and blah, 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 blah. Thank you very much. Uh, Dream says uh, those podcasts with Josh are so powerful. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, and great question. Yahweh, um, is, is, is it true that the name spoken is from the breath? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a theory. I mean, I, I follow that theory. I've heard that it's written in your DNA or whatever. But again, if if Yahweh is the maker God that, that lowered the vibration of everything into the 3D so that he could control this physical plane and use people as... If you look... Like, you'll understand Genesis and you'll understand all of the, the older Hebrew part of the Bible if you go read the Sumerian tablets and you understand about the Anunnaki extraterrestrial races by the way 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 pre a lot of this you know old testament doctrine um their cuneiform tablets they lay out the whole idea of like this garden of eden the maker gods it's inky and enlil and um that one of them basically wanted to enslave humanity and use them to do the things that he didn't want to do or waste his time on and called himself the one and only god and then you have people like the Buddha, people like Krishna, people like Christ himself um, coming and going, hey, wait a minute, uh, don't forget about source, don't forget about Brahman, um, you know, and you've got all of all of those things that really trace back to like this older, older mythology in the Sumerian tablets. And when you understand that, whether you believe it's actual ETs or you believe it's a uh, mythology, that's really where all this comes from. Even in the cool of the day in Genesis, when they walked with Yahweh, it's because this planet Nibiru or X or whatever, that extra planet that's supposedly somewhere in our solar system, and I don't know if it's true or not, but 
sounds like there's some data to back that up that we don't really know what all is in our solar system. So, um, and then if you think about it, like every major tradition has like their gods coming back in a physical form. And so there are some of the little G gods that are going to come back. Even in the book of revelation, this giant cube is going to hover over Israel, like literally, well, is that not like the cube of Yahweh? Well, they, they say that's the cube of Jesus. But again, what was John? John goes into a cave and comes out with this, and we don't even we haven't even verified. In fact, there's a lot of disagreement on if John even wrote that, uh, the Book of Revelation. By the way, um, so I have to just go. It's all other people's opinion. What did Jesus actually say, and what data do I have on him? and his actual teachings and philosophy because if he's the way we need to quit letting the the person of jesus get in the way and put the message of him as the way and figure that out and if you understand that then you understand the the yogic traditions and how that way especially like bhakti yoga see god in everything see god in yourself the kingdom of god is within you by the way jesus literally said that too like i i cannot I believe more now today than I ever have in my life that Jesus was a yogi of the highest order. He came to raise the vibration and the consciousness of the planet, and then they killed him for it. Uh, why do I call him Jesus? Because that's more of the origin of what his name really most likely would have been. Now, in the Hebrew, it's going to be like Yeshua, the Joshua type thing. Um, but if you think about like, so like in the Greek, it's going to be more of the Iesus, uh, he is us type thing. Um, and I tend to go to the Greek for everything. Um, the Aramaic, uh, is very similar to that from what I understand. I'm not an expert on that, but basically we can debate his name all day long, or we can look at his message. And I think his message was that, Hey, we are the Christ kind of the, we are Groot type thing. Like, you know, um, and, oh, I know that's new age. That's, that's heretical, but I, but I really do believe that. And that's really what I'm vibing on now. And I think that that's a much better understanding. I posted a video yesterday too, that got a lot of controversy because, well, a, cause it was a weird AI image and then B because people just don't like this idea, but I, it's the concept of laughing Jesus. His consciousness was so raised and he lived in this beautiful harmony and community and was with a woman that he loved deeply um, who embodied God herself. And it was just like this incredible life that he had. And then he laughed all the time and he drank and ate with sinners. Um, and that, you know, basically it was all good because he was one with Brahman, the singularity, the unity on his life path. And, and I'm going to reread this. Um, and am I taking away the divinity from him? No, but I'm also not taking away the divinity from you. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Um, let's see. Uh, you guys are having a lot of good conversations. Love you guys. Love each other. I can't read them all. There's a lot going on today. We've got a bunch of people on. So thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm going to read this because, uh, this is from the Bhagavad Gita and, and this is like why I did a whole video on this yesterday, but this, this breaks down the, uh, Eastern mystic traditions 
into kind of bite-sized concepts that when you start to understand those and then you go read the red letters of Jesus, you go, wait a minute, okay, this, this makes a whole lot more sense. So Brahman is the Godhead, which is the energetic source of all things in the universe, okay? It, like, runs through everything. You could think of it almost as, like, the quantum field, like it's the thing that makes it all even possible. Uh, and by the way, that thing has an intelligence that we're all a part of. Uh, which is described by the word Atman, which is the divine core of personality, uh, which would be our consciousness. Okay, so Brahman is basically the singular, all-encompassing presence of God. Atman is our awareness of that presence, our consciousness that we're even tapped into that. Dharma is the law that expresses and maintains the unity of creation. The counterpart in the Greek would be the Logos. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Describing Jesus, if you look at that word, it's Logos. comes from the word Lego in Greek. It means the divine expression or the computation. And so literally, Dharma here means um, the law that expresses and maintains the unity of creation. Remember, Jesus was obsessed with speaking about... Like, they were like, well, what about the old law? What about the religious law? What about it? What about it? And he's like, you know, I bring you a new one. He's like, the, the, you know, this is the new covenant. This is the, like, so he was more obsessed with, like, you don't understand the unity of creation, okay? The law of creation is what it's called. Uh, and then karma is the web of cause and effect, okay? What did Jesus teach? He taught how to burn karma. He taught how to escape the trap of sin, escape the trap of the matrix, escape past lives, escape uh, the things that you have done to cause yourself and others harm um, and transcend that and step into a place where you're burning karma, you're stepping into new timelines. I don't fully understand it, but um, but it's it's kind of one of those things that's think about it as the operating system of our life, like uh, if this, then that type thing. So like a lot of us have built karma around money. It's like, well, there's not enough dot, 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 or the economy, or my job, or blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all programming, karmic programming that we have, belief systems around a thing, and it takes time and effort to burn that karma. One of the best ways to do that is this bhakti yoga that Jesus himself taught, in my humble opinion, by the way. Um and so then there's samsara, which is the cycle of birth and death. And again, Christ, I believe, came to reveal the way to burn karma so that you can break the cycle of life and death and step into eternal consciousness with God into this continual, perpetual life where you don't have to come in and out and in and out and in and out. Your journey of your soul can finally ascend and embody, uh, you know, probably what we hear about as a glorified body uh, where your consciousness can be fully aware and travel realms and be a part of this beautiful divine part of creation that we get flickers of through our 3D reality, but we could actually exist as a part of once our soul goes, okay, I've broken the bonds of the 3D, I've finally ascended, i found the way, the truth, and the life, which is through that Christ consciousness, the Christ energy. What is the Christ consciousness? Again, it's the Dharma consciousness, the law of creation, the awareness of Brahman, the Godhead, and Atman, the consciousness. Brahman here, too, I, I take Brahman as, as this kind of masculine, energetic expression through things, and then Atman is the consciousness, like the ability to receive the antenna 
the feminine, the moon. We talk about like all of this in, in gospel or in uh, book of Enoch. Um, I hope you guys are getting this today. Cause I'm just totally spun out on this and I'm, I'm, I'm loving this today. And I just wanted to go, 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 go on it because it was on my heart and that's the best way. And that's the only way I can approach this in 2023, by the way, it's time to just be stupid, committed, ridiculous, over the top, committed in love with what I'm doing and open and accepting to every opportunity that comes through it and every gift that flows through me, every download that source creator, God, Brahman pours through me and step into my Christ consciousness. You need to step into yours too. It's time. It's our year. It's the year of God, the seven. We'll talk more about that later. Let's do it guys. We're here together. Let's love each other and to be in better. Um, and then the spiritual liberation that is life's supreme goal is the moksha, the moksha. And it's absolutely beautiful. So that is the life of Christ right there. The moksha was the spiritual liberation as the supreme goal. Doesn't matter. You buy a car because it's going to help you achieve the supreme goal. Or you buy a car because you like it and, oh, my friends will think it's cool. I bought a lot of cars in the last couple of years, a couple that I really didn't like one that I was just, the payments were ridiculous on it. Now I've got a car that I absolutely love. It serves my needs. It serves my mission. And I don't care if my friends or family like it. I love the darn thing. Why, 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 why does this even have to do with a car? Cause it's all tied together guys. It's all tied together because if that moksha, that highest goal, life's supreme goal, is spiritual liberation and, and understanding and unifying yourself with Brahman, the Godhead, and having that consciousness raised, the awareness of that, that Atman, and then the Dharma, which is the law of creation that you see in everything, everything, because the person who's homeless on the street corner is not someone else. That person is you. I love you guys please consider joining our Mythos group. There's a ton of Mythos members in today. I haven't promoted it, but if you love, love, love what I'm doing and you're like, I gotta, I gotta go deeper with this community. We've got over 55 members now in the community. We've got a private Facebook group, private YouTube channel, live calls every Saturday with the group. It's only nine bucks a month. Go grab it. It's on my website, www.cubcooker.com. You won't regret it. It's an incredible community. I love you guys. You guys are why Mythos. You're why I can do what I do. So thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Mythos, by the way, means a set of agreements about a thing. We're all trying to figure out our set of agreements about our life, who we are, what our gifts are, how we move forward, how we step into our light work, how we heal others, how we overcome money problems. This is not like a money community. It's not like, oh, let's all go manifest. But I'm telling you guys that like the secret is in all of this. Like it's like you, we got to figure that out. And there's like no expectations. I show up and do these and I know we're going to get new Mythos members. But I don't show up because I have like a tally. I got to get four or five of them today. Like, no, I just know we're going to get them, but I don't have expectation. I just trust that the message is going to bring the right people that resonate with it. And we're just building a higher conscious level of this business, this ministry, this mission, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're doing here. And I love you guys. Uh, we're not all getting smocks and moving to a compound together. Don't worry. Uh, that's not like that. A lot of people have been like, oh, it must be nice to have your own 
you know, collective of people that do whatever you say. Guys, it's not that. Everybody's their own person. Truth that travels, thank you very much. She says, join the Mythos family with the link. Thank you very much. But I'm telling you guys, we couldn't have more diverse personalities in there. This is not like group think, but it is a family. It's a beautiful family. Um, and I love you guys that are in it. Thank you. Please consider joining. I've got new t-shirts coming. I'm working on them this week. Uh, lots of cool new artwork on the website as well. www.cubcooker.com. It'll send you right over to stan, S-T-A-N dot store slash cubcooker. Those are my websites. They're the same website. It's going to take you to the same place, but don't click on anything else. If anybody else, even with my profile picture or a different name says, that's my only websites. And you can find me through that. I'm working on getting verified on all the platforms just so you guys have more, you know, comfort in seeing that blue check mark too. Uh, by the way, you wouldn't believe how hard it is to get verified even when I have the same account, same usernames, same website, everything across all the boards. Uh, I still have gotten denied over and over and over. But I promise you we will get verified on all platforms this year. That is my goal. I believe it will happen. Uh, we're on the way to 10,000 in the YouTube community. I'm about to hit, I probably hit 6,000 while I'm sitting here. Uh, lots of new people over on YouTube as well. So follow me everywhere. If you're just on TikTok, following me. If you're just on Facebook, following me. If you're just on the podcast, following me. Follow me everywhere. All the links are on my website. Just because we never know what will happen to any one platform. And let's just spread it out so that you don't miss me. Um, and, and by the way, that's how I've built the Mythos community. If you know, tomorrow we wake up and one of the ways that it's built is, is not there. Or we can't use it or whatever. I've got everybody's emails. And by the way, I've got everybody's phone numbers. I can literally do a group call if I have to. Like, I'm trying to decentralize everything as much as possible so that we, uh, we can continue to meet. We can continue to interact and build this community um, no matter what the world throws at us later. So I love you guys. What's up, Michael? Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, just popping in for a bit. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Ruby. Uh, thank you, Infinite You. Thank you for Truth That Travels. Thank you, uh, Jacob over at Leathercraft Nation. Uh, he says, beautiful community and the artwork is fire. Love what you're doing, brother. Yeah, and I have been talking to Leathercraft Nation about doing Mythos swag for you guys um, and offering that at a really affordable price uh, for the beautiful community. Um, it's, you know, he's... Jake was my best friend, so uh, just to be honest about that, um, and I want to help support him as well. So he is going to be offering some really cool stuff. I don't have on me, uh, in fact, I haven't even clipped my keys on today, but he made me the coolest keychain with the Mythos, like literally the the same font and everything on it. So, uh, But I know he's talking about opening that up to you guys that want to make an order through him just for the Mythos community. Um, he did a really cool bracelet yesterday too. So there's been a lot of questions about that, but, but he is working on that. And as soon as that's ready, we'll let you know. So stay out of the trash, Marvel. She's in the trash again. So anyway, I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. I'm going to go eat lunch. I'm going to see you guys this afternoon. Peace, love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.